Hey guys, this is Gabe with Church and State. If you have been thinking about doing your own podcast and are interested in starting a podcast, we want to recommend Anchor. Here's why we use it. A couple of reasons. Number one, it is free, 100%, no cost. And they have creation tools that allow you to create podcasts even from your phone. Then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on big guys like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. So start making money with your podcast today. They've got everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Church and State, we'll be covering continued attacks on the John Birch Society. And now Fauci and company have deemed it, we can now wear masks seasonally. Plus, an urgent letter signed by 124 retired military leaders calling for you to get involved. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Call. You're with me, as always, Pastor Gabe Longren. And we are doing the Sunday edition of Church and State. So we your are favorite proud edition. to be hosting you right now from the church basement. And uh, so it's a little bit more anointed than normal. Amen. Which which people are being blessed more and more. And I want to encourage everyone, uh, if you could check out on the screen right now, uh, we have at Anchor FM, look for this little logo. Go to Anchor FM or either check out this logo here at Apple Podcasts or either find us on Spotify. Look for this logo right here, the Church and State Podcast logo. Go subscribe. Also, if you have a Rumble Okay, you're using Rumble. If you've wised up against the evils of Zuckerberg and YouTube, you can see here we are on the Rumble platform. The New American has now syndicated our videos, and you can find us at Rumble. Subscribe there as well. So, Caleb, uh, we, we're, our goal is to say goodbye to Facebook. Bye yes. Bye. Eventually, but uh, that slow walk out of the 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 desert, the wilderness, it's taken some time. But please jump over to Rumble. Start getting on Rumble. Yeah, and and like you said, the newamerican.com, you can find our videos that are now being uploaded on the New American, uh, which means we're nationally syndicated, which is just a huge blessing for us, Gabe. Yeah, absolutely. And like we said, there's a vacuum of disenfranchised people, 80 million people, where an election was stolen from you. You need a voice piece. Let us be that voice piece. Recommend us to your friends. Recommend us to to your coworkers. If you agree with us, recommend us to your teenage sons and daughters, young adults, college-age people. Our future is at stake. We're going to talk about, at the very end of this episode, 124 generals agree with that statement that the end is near if we do not do something to reclaim our republic. I did not say democracy. Why? Because he rubs off on me. This is not a democracy. It's a republic. Yeah, and, and honestly, I'll just uh, add this. Where are you going to find such a good-looking host as well? Other than Touché. Church, Church look at you. Look at, you look like a, you came out of the Men in Black or, or Reservoir Dogs today. I love that movie. It's not clean <laughs> no. at all. As a pastor, I'm saying it in jest, but the reality is the Reservoir Dog look, you, you, you've you got the sharp 
sharp looking suit. Well, I am armed too. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Being Italian helps too. Yeah. Even though I don't look it. All right. Hey, let's get into some of these stories. First off, coming from the Babylon Bee, libertarians to begin wearing masks now that government says they don't have to. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, love it. I love it. They just <laughs> nailed finally, it, right? Like the yeah. libertarians oh, are yeah. like, wait a minute. Wait, we don't have to wear masks now? Well, okay, I'm now I am wearing masks. Mask. Yeah, don't tell me what to do, government. Yeah. Now, to our libertarian friends, we are not at all making fun of you. Um, this is this is just humorous. I'm sure most of you are laughing at yourselves uh, already on this uh, story because the the Babylon Bee just has this knack they for just nailing it. They have genius. They do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I love this guy on the photo. He's got his don't step on snack. Oh, yeah, don't tread on mask. me with a mask, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which actually, when this pandemic planned was occurring there was a lot of people i would see wearing shirts like that with masks on it was like yeah let me slap you or when ted cruz wore the come and take it mask at the installation slash inauguration it was like wearing a mask that says molan lave yeah but you're wearing a mask yeah yeah (laughs) anyway hey let's move on to the more serious story so we got this one from the national review i do not ever recommend not recommend okay we are it's it's like this would be the equivalent of us bringing up a CNN article. This is actually worse in my opinion because the C- CNN is widely accepted. It is garbage. it is leftist. It is it is the but, Democrats watch this. But the know. National Review is an imposter. It, exactly. And and so I am more wary of imposters. So uh the National Review, uh William F Buckley, they attacked the John Birch Society a very very long time ago. But there's a recent article and I'm sure Gabe that you would applaud with me as well. I know we have uh applause sound. Uh so maybe this is appropriate time to use this. But but Liz Cheney was removed from her position of power, right? Captain Pantsuit. In a long legacy of pantsuit-wearing women, she has now kind of taken over the Wicked Witch of the East, but on the Republican side. Yeah, so we applaud the fact that she was removed from her position of power, but the National Review is quick to come to her defense. Now, why are they defending Liz Cheney? Liz Cheney voted to impeach Donald Trump, right? She is a, she is the embodiment of the establishment Republicans, the rhinos, the neocons, the people that Americans hate. To move on. Her, she keeps saying enough about Donald Trump already. If we're going to survive, we need to move on past Donald Trump. But to me, that's not even the issue. More than anything, Caleb, she says to move Move on past the election. It wasn't stolen. In fact, that's a lie. That, that, that's the that's, quote here. Listen to this. The 2020 presidential election was far from flawless. And in some places, it was conducted in flagrant disregard of the law. But it was not stolen. And anyone who continues to claim otherwise should be seen in the future as an unreliable liar. Look at that. That is attacking, as you just pointed out, Gabe, that is attacking 80 million Americans who believe that it was fraud, that the election was stolen, right? And they, this supposed mouthpiece for conservatism, that's what the National Review is supposed to be, is calling you a liar. This is the linchpin of our new political movement. We So we have to establish this. Caleb, my biggest place of fear and insecurity in our republic is the election process. I now feel like I live in a banana republic. So if you tell me that that was a fair election, then I've really lost all hope. So we have to unify on this. And I'm so glad that John Birch Society is a thousand percent vocal from the rooftops. Alex Newman, everybody. 
so vocal that this election was absolutely stolen. Yeah, it was. And so the article goes on to talk about the fact that the National Review under William F. Buckley has had a long, you know, long history of going after conservatives, even though they don't necessarily want to, that they believe that because the conservative movement will sometimes Sometimes it get, get these, these is what yeah, they claim. yes, they'll get these, you know, kind of wild, whack job, conspiracy theorist type of individuals who are attracted to the movement that sometimes it is necessary to purge the movement of these right. individuals. Reluctantly. And they bring up, they yeah, always bring up, it was reluctant. It's reluctant. I didn't want to yes. do it. William so, F. Buckley didn't want to have So yeah, William F. Buckley went after Robert Welch and the John Birch Society and he did it reluctantly. But he realized that even though this was going to give the left a lot of fodder, in attacking conservatism, that it was necessary to clean the ranks because there were so many lies that were occurring. And we're going to go through some of those lies uh, on the next story, Gabe. But as I scroll down to the end, because I really don't want to give the National Review too yeah. much attention here, it's interesting to note that they're talking about the fact that this Cheney fight is similar to the Buckley-Welch fight, okay, the, the National Review and the John right. Birch Society fight. Now, that's an interesting statement because... Our audience is not supportive of Liz Cheney. No. And in not my at opinion, all. the National Review just shot themselves in the foot by Truly, comparing by their magazine her. and their founder with what is occurring right now with Liz Cheney. Great so, strategical point. Yeah. It was a stupid move on their part. So if you were listening to us and you were saying, no, I like Liz Cheney. I like Mitt Romney. I like those kinds of people. You're listening to the wrong show and turn us off. Let but me- if you believe that conservatism is under attack that we need to what do, what do you love saying not conserve america uh, preserve, preserve america preservatism we're not it, conservatives conservatism isn't strong enough it isn't no we need because, to be Americans. because we're changing what conservatism looks like on a daily basis back 10 years ago wouldn't even have thought to have unbiblical marriage man between a man and a man now conservatives are all aligning with LGBT agenda. So yeah, conservatism changes, but preservation of our tenets, our faith, our morality. I want to pull up this quote from the National Review. It says, if all this sounds familiar, it's because the stakes of the Cheney fight are much the same as the stakes of Buckley-Welch fight were. So they are likening Mm -hmm. what's going on right now. They're calling anyone, you, who claims that the election was a fraud, you're a fanatic. Absolutely. It's the new term. Instead of fake news, the left calls you a fanatic. Yeah. Now, I wish I actually had a copy of this magazine because it's not as satisfying to have it um, on the computer. But just, you know, for the sake of theater. Yes. We're done with that story. Yeah. All right. So let's go over to CNN. CNN special, The Target, Awakening Patriots, and... The John Birch Society. Here we go again. We're getting attacked yes, again, Gabe. I love it. This is good news. <laughs> I love that CNN and the National Review are attacking the John Birch Society. So they're actually making a – this is a CNN special report right. on this radical rebellion. That's what they're calling it, a radical rebellion, the transformation of the GOP. Now, this is by an individual – Fareed Zarkaya, yeah. uh, Zachariah, who, is Zach- who he is an absolute – Pawn of the whole entire uh, trilateral commission, all that. He's, he's a member of the Council on the Foreign Council Relations. Foreign Relation. He's a member yes. of the CFR, and he's talking about the fact that this is a radical rebellion, this transformation of the GOP. No, 
The GOP is finding its roots again. That's what's going on here, is we are purging the GOP of these neocons, these these milk toast moderates. That's what's going on here, and we're returning to the roots of our nation. Just listen to the title of uh, Zarakiah. I can't pronounce it. Zachariah. Zachariah. So Fareed, Fareed's title, his best-selling book, The Post-American World. Sounds like something I'd like to read. Oh, sounds great. Yeah, Post-American. See, they're celebrating it. They're in your face about the fact that they hate this country, that they want to bring about a socialist, Marxist utopia, and they can't stand the fact that conservatives, that Republicans, are actually starting to move back towards the original intent that our founding fathers had for us. Correct. So what they do is they have the same two talking points, and they bring it up in this article. They always go after the same two things every time they go after the John Birch Society. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about so that? So let, let's hit a few of these myths, right? They said that JBS founder Robert Welch was paranoid. He started the society because he saw a communist around every corner. Yep, there's one, there's one, there's one. Here's the truth about it, guys. There is. They, it's not around every corner. But look around, right? Okay, were we ahead of our time? Yeah, maybe we were. But look around. Look at what is occurring right now. There are Marxists running through the streets, burning down buildings. There are Marxists that are serving in Congress. They are open about it. Bernie Sanders, AOC, they are not attempting to even hide who they really are. So, no. I'm jumping ahead to the letter. Go ahead. Travis, pull up this this letter that I have. This is a letter from 124 generals, okay? The face of communism right now. If Robert Welch could see what China has done, look at what this letter from 124 generals says. It says, China is the greatest external threat to America, establishing cooperative relations with the Chinese Communist Party, emboldens them to continue progress toward world domination, military, economically, politically, and technologically. We must impose more sanctions and restrictions to impede their world domination goal and protect America's interests. Do you think China has infiltrated Hollywood and media? And Biden's administration. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They have full forced their way into every minutia of society. So yes, there actually is now a communist behind every corner. Yeah, there you go. So another one that they point out is that they say that Robert Welch uh, actually called Eisenhower a communist. This is not true. Uh, Welch actually wrote a very large book, about 400, 400 pages, page. uh, called The Politician, where he actually says in it that he believed that Eisenhower was either unwittingly or consciously working for the communist cause. Now, that's not Albrecht calling him a communist, and he lays out uh, a, a lot of examples as to why he con- came to this conclusion. And, in fact, the Secretary of Agriculture, Ezra Taft Benson, who was... Agreed with him. He was under Eisenhower, agreed with him. So, yeah, there's that. There's also the the uh, the idea that we oppose the civil rights movement because we are racist. Of course, this is a typical kind of leftist attack Just here. Just like now, you are being called a racist for not supporting the complete BLM. faux preservation of the black family you you are told you are a racist by not supporting this faux movement to protect the the black individual that is not true black lives matter is an absolute it's a marxist yeah, it's exactly. a marxist movement it is ideologically contrary to the gospel so foreign from truth so if you call it that truth um, you're deceived, and if you call it heresy, you're considered a racist. Yeah, they've Only likened extremist. us to QAnon, even though we've written numerous articles debunking Q. Uh, and so, you know, I, I don't want to go any further than this because we got a lot more to cover, Gabe, but I'll just say this. Become a bircher and work to restore America. 
All right, getting on to Fauci. I know you love Fauci. You want to uh, start this one? <laughs> yeah, so it looks like now uh, the Biden administration has has made the statement that there is what we've been saying, no, no actual real protection for the individual wearing a mask. Well, the CDC just came out and said that they no longer have to wear, you don't have to wear masks if you're vaccinated. Well, guess what? If you are asking me if you're a business owner or even a government official and you start asking me about my health, well, I'm protected under certain laws, right? So I have HIPAA protections. They cannot ask me about my vaccination. So you should expect to see everybody not wearing a mask, much like you and I have done this entire time. So listen to the quote from Fauci. He said on NBC's Meet the Press, so it is conceivable that as we go on a year or two or more, from now that during certain seasonal periods when you have respiratory-borne viruses like the flu, people might actually elect to wear masks to diminish the likelihood you'll spread these respiratory-borne diseases. So he's introducing mask-wearing will be seasonal. Yeah, they they try to point out the fact that uh, they've had basically no flu uh, because everybody's been wearing masks. No, Fauci, you're lying with your statistics we haven't had any flu this season because everything has been COVID. reported as COVID. Yes. That's why. So influenza kills a lot of people every single year, but not, not 2020, not in 2021. No, because everybody's dying of COVID. That's where you get your data from. And then you've got these ridiculous leftist mouthpieces like David Hogg. Did you see this tweet? Oh, this yeah, is amazing. This. He, he's going to continue to wear a mask no matter what. <laughs> no matter what, because he doesn't want anyone, even I'm though he's fully about, vaccinated. I don't want to see his face. Yeah, even though he's fully vaccinated, he makes me he's going to wear a mask because he doesn't want anybody thinking he's a conservative. I support this idea 100%, David Hogg. Please yeah. continue to wear your mask. Thank you for virtue signaling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what a fool. All right. Uh, let's get over here, buddy. Uh, no. He's been wearing a mask and not getting enough oxygen. Yeah. So Californians are getting mad. Not only are they uh, opposing Gavin Newsom, and there actually is a uh, recall movement that is uh, going forward here, but in OC, and I love to see this because I don't know if you know this, but the, with the history of the John Birch Society, Orange County was Birch heaven. Yeah. I mean, it was... Every, every, the vast majority of the population, it seemed like, was was the Birch Society. We used to have eight coordinators just in the L.A. area. Wow. Yeah, huge, huge area well, for the Birch the Society. Look at the turnout, Travis, if you could put this up. Hundreds of people gathered there. And when they, yeah, yeah. Against these vaccine passports. They're, exactly. They're done with this. They are done with this. They had a number of speakers that were going in, and they were talking about the fact that they were likening this to Nazi Germany. They're talking about the fact that the Jews were also given papers and that the Nazis, it looked like for a time period that the Nazis were winning. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about the truth. The truth will always prevail. And liberty is, liberty for everyone, Gabe, for you and I, it is a truthly principle, isn't it? Yes. And so it will always win. Truth always wins. Right now, what you are seeing is there is a push using vaccines to control every aspect of your life. Well, California does not allow large venues, and they're also making it just about impossible for stadiums and convention centers to admit more people. There you go. There's an incentive. Unless you can prove that you have shown uh, to have taken the COVID vaccine. So they're, they're slowly trying to make big venue opportunities, stadiums, uh, and I, you and I talked about this. I envisioned 
Spokane Arena having an app to where you just walk by the the kiosk and that's your proof of your vaccination. You get to come in. Oh, you you didn't get vaccinated. Sorry. And I I I envision this is the the method they're going to operate in. And well, guess what? California's pushing back. I'm proud of them. Yeah, I, I am proud of these guys as well. And and that's the thing. The free market is always going to provide a solution. It always does. And so, okay, you won't allow me to go see your your arena. You know, you go see somebody play a concert, somebody that I probably don't even like, to right. be quite honest. Then the free market will emerge, and we'll exactly. go meet at somebody's private property. Or go to Idaho, or yeah, there you go, or you know. Okay, I can't go watch, uh, you know, a, a football team. You know, I'm not going to anyway. Maybe I watch you play football, Gabe, or something. Yeah. I, we, it it well, doesn't matter. You see mass gatherings happening anyway, and there's nothing that you, Gavin Newsom, can do about it. There's nothing that you, Jay Intard, can do a, a thing about it. There's nothing whatsoever. See now, Pito Joe, you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. No, we are not cattle. We are not going to willingly allow ourselves to be barcoded. No. Okay, but that is your vision, Gabe. And and as a pastor, you can talk about this. As as and as you know, what you do never once call ourselves eschatologists, maybe. I don't know. But we love it. We love the study of the end of days. And it's lining up, it sounds like it, doesn't it? It is. People are are willingly going into the troughs, but this congregation has not once had a capacity change. Not once have we had any type of online queue to, you know, a lot of churches did that where only 200 people could show up. You put your name in a pot, whoever's first come, first serve. Some churches in this city went from two services to like six services just so that their staff, are you telling me that a staff of worship team can do six services and be spirit filled and anointed? That that is so wrong to do that to your staff to make them do six worship services when you could do it in two. Yeah, that's just, the truth. Just <laughs> just fill your building, yeah. saints. Just fill your building, pastor. Yeah, as, as I volunteer more and more for the church, Sundays are not a day of rest. You know, usually getting here about seven thirty. I think you get here earlier than I do. I, I don't typically leave till two two thirty in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. So no. Yeah. And then First expand one's that. Here, last yeah. ones to go. Yeah. So what this is, Gabe, is it's a return to slavery. This nation fought to be free, and then we had to go do a, a second war, uh, supposedly as well for establishing freedom a second time. Right. And now here we go again. Truly putting people in slave camps. Putting people to where they cannot move without papers. That is a dark history. We don't want to go back to it, and we will refuse Truly. to do so. All well, right. the writing is on the wall. I want to skip ahead to the letter. We yeah. only have about six and a half minutes left, so I want to I want to get into this letter that was signed, Caleb, by 124 retired military leaders issuing an urgent call for Americans to get politically involved. Caleb, this is amazing. I'm thank I'm thanking God for the bravery of these individuals. Now I wish they would have done something in their tenure ahead of time to contribute towards America's freedom. But tell me about this. What Most of these on? guys did Gabe. These guys are heroes. Um, you know, they honor their oath. You know, they, the article six of the constitution where they, you know, they, they make that pledge to uphold and defend the constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And this is something that they see. Now there is a domestic enemy in the white house, an enemy that is turned over this nation to, as you pointed out, the communist Chinese, to the Marxists that are in every corner. Right. Right. And so these individuals, they have gathered together, and this is a bold and dangerous move on their part. Okay. These guys are going to face persecution. 
Huge. If the Biden administration is successful, if the Chai Coms are able to take over this country, these are these are the individuals who will get the bullet first. Yeah. Along with people and they like know you it. and I, these people, yes. their heads are on the chopping block. They are, exactly. But they so love this nation. They so love the principles of liberty that it is worth it to them to go and do this. And you've got the letter, and we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. You, go ahead, if you've got more. So I'm going to speed read this. If, if Travis, you want to put this letter up... Um, this is, this is, we're going to go through this really quick. It's not a very long letter. Our nation is in deep peril. This is from the generals and admirals. This is high level people. We are in a fight for our survival as a constitutional republic like no other time since our founding in 1776. The conflict is between supporters of socialism and Marxism versus supporters of constitutional freedom and liberty. Pause right there. And feel free to pause me whenever yes. you want. Pause right there. This is amazing. They're calling it out for exactly what it is. It is right now. Social, socialists and Marxists against constitutional, liberty-loving Americans. That's what it is. And this is why Gabe and I have said on numerous occasions that there are only two options right now. You are either a traitor or you are a patriot. Make your decision. You cannot live in the gray area anymore. You cannot watch and wait and see who is going to be successful and then join sides. Join sides right now. And and I even say to the church, you can't pray this one away. You have to be involved. So going on, during... The 2020 election, an open letter from senior military leaders, was signed by 317 retired generals and admirals, and it said the 2020 election could be the most important election since our country was founded. With the Democrat coming after the Democrat Party, they're saying this, with the Democrat Party welcoming socialists and Marxists, our historic way of life is at stake. Unfortunately, the statement's truth was quickly revealed being beginning with the election process itself. Let's go ahead and pause there as well. It is our way of life that is at stake. Look at this, Americans. Look at the freedom that you still enjoy in this nation. Just walk outside right now, go get in your car, go drive to a grocery store, and purchase anything you want. And I want you to understand that that idea, that concept, is foreign to the vast majority of people that live on this world or if you can't purchase it or buy it go produce it yourself and then sell it yeah it's it's paramount you can't do that anywhere else you cannot people in china cannot do go that make it north korea you cannot do that russia you cannot do that any of the islamic countries you cannot do that especially as a woman huge continue without fair and honest elections this is critical that accurately reflect the will of the people our constitutional republic is lost election integrity demands ensuring that there's one legal vote cast per counted citizen legal votes are identified by the state's legislature approved controls using government ids okay it's not racist many are calling such common sense controls racist in an attempt to avoid having fair and honest elections using racial terms to suppress proof of eligibility is itself tyrannical intimidation tactic the Additionally, the rule of law, I love this, Caleb, no no more riots. Rule of law must be enforced in our election process to ensure integrity. The FBI and Supreme Court must act swiftly when election irregularities are not surfaced and ignored like was done in 2020. Finally, H.R. 1 and S. 1, if passed, would destroy election fairness and allow Democrats to forever remain in power. Let's pause there again real quick as well. Okay, so the National Review just called anyone who believes that the election was stolen is an unbelievable liar. And here we have, I'll tell you what, 124 retired military leaders. These are men that I would never in my wildest dream call a liar. Mm-mm. I would get slapped in the face like, um, who's the general who did that? 
Oh, I can't think. World War II famous general. Patton? Patton. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, Patton slapped a soldier for, act- oh, yeah. for acting like a little girl. Okay? Exactly. I would get slapped if I called one of these generals a liar, but the no. National Review just did that. Yeah. And we need to protect our way of life here. This letter goes on to come after the Biden administration. It says, from the election, the current administration has launched a full-blown assault on our constitutional rights in a dictatorial manner, bypassing the Congress with more than 50 executive orders already signed, many reversing the previous administration's effective policies and regulations. Moreover, population control actions such as excessive lockdowns, schools, business closures, and most alarming censorship of written and verbal expression are all direct assaults on our fundamental rights. We must support and hold accountable politicians who will act to counter who will act to counter socialism marxism progressivism so we got to support those guys who will counter it support our constitutional republic and insist on fiscally responsible governing while focusing on all americans especially the middle class not on special interests or extreme extremist groups Okay, well, how much more of that letter? Quite a bit. So, so we only got about 24 seconds, yeah. but this letter can be found. Uh, just simply look it up, 124 generals, and just type that up. It's, it's, it's powerful. Yeah, and pray for these men. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Church and state and sponsored in part by Covenant Church. Always remember, the tree of liberty is most likely a birch, and with that, church and state is out. <laughs> God bless. Hold fast the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll try that again. Go ahead and leave us.